Hey everybody, welcome back to my podcast. This is Kelly, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. And this week, I'm starting off with being very, very, very disciplined and on time or early. You know what I mean? I am in a different, different, different headspace, and I have so much more motivation now. I'm so excited about what's to come for me and my podcast. I'm now doing um, sponsorships and ads and stuff like that. So this is definitely going to motivate me to do better and be more consistent and focused and do what I have to do to get my podcast to the next level. So again, happy freaking Tuesday, everybody. And just because I'm doing sponsorships and ads, I'm still going to cuss. Okay. I'm still cussing, and I don't care what nobody says, unless they tell me, you know, this sponsorship is this much, and you can't cuss. Okay, I won't, you know what I mean? So, you know, money talk. So, um, again, I hope everybody had a great weekend, and happy Tuesday, and um, I think I'm going to change the dates to Tuesday, okay? We're going to get some consistency going here, and I want to make sure that every single Tuesday, moving forward, that we have a podcast for my podcast, okay? And I have definitely came up with a name and I'm not sure, you know, I got to get used to the name. Okay. All right. The podcast is called Her Podcast. Okay. I don't know if it's already taken, but for right now, that's what it is until further notice. Welcome to my podcast. Drum roll. Let's start it over with the name. How about that? Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to my podcast. This is her podcast. And it's Tuesday. And we're happy and we're living. And God, you know, woke us up this morning. And I'm thankful. I always give God thanks. So, anyways, you'll hear my first, oh, my second ad. My, it's a sponsorship. So, it's ad slash sponsorship. But you'll hear that on this week's podcast. And I just recorded it. And I am so freaking happy. This took forever. Okay. So this is this is all new to me. I've I've been doing my podcast for one year and I'm so happy. Like ah, I'm excited. But today I want to talk about this, okay? Boundaries. And also I want to talk about like overstepping those boundaries and in certain situations where, you know, what what boundaries need to be laid down to is it laid down on the table? I don't know. Okay, that's what we're gonna go with. But so all right. I don't even know where to begin. I'm so big on boundaries, guys. It doesn't even make any sense. I learned at 29, am I 29? I'm 28. At 28 years old, like that every relationship that you have, there has to be boundaries. I mean, if I'm a step parent, I stay in my lane. If I'm um a sister i stay in my land if i'm a wife uh whatever i am there are this is my personal opinion you have to have boundaries you have to have communication let's talk about that today okay because that's important right boundaries i have let's see let's be real kelly be real all right i have three friends close friends that i've known for years i recently have met a new friend ryan which we've been friends for like three or four years but the other friends that i have i've been friends with those people for 10 plus years 
in all those relationships, we have boundaries. There's certain things that you cannot, don't overstep your boundaries. Chill. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to tell you, you know, how you should parent. I'm not going to tell you shit, how you should take care of your damn dog. I ain't going to tell you that. It's certain things that I feel like a relationship, in a relationship, you have to have boundaries. It's, it's just very important to me. So, for instance, if I felt like one of my friends, because all of my friends are mothers, well, besides one, never mind. But if I felt like my friends that were moms were being shitty moms, I'm not going to tell you. Unless, you know, the child was in harm's way. I'm not going to tell you. I feel like, let me just <laughs> let me just tell you what I feel like. I feel like you're you're a shitty mom. Why would I do that? My my perspective, my view, what I think might be a good mom might not be what they think is a good mom. So, or how I feel like you should take care of a dog might not be how they feel like they should take care of a dog. So, unless a dog or a cat or anything, an animal or a child is in harm's way, sometimes, guys, unfortunately, you have to pick your battles. And I've been learning this along the way because some things are better left unsaid. Like, and I really, really wholeheartedly feel like that. Like some things you just don't need to say, I'm sorry. So I just feel like, you know, chill. Okay. So if I feel like, you know, I'm in a relationship and now, and I feel like, you know, maybe if like, even though he's a good dad, like a wonderful father, if he was maybe, you know, cussing at his daughter. See, now, but I'm going to say something then. If my boyfriend is disciplining his daughter, which we haven't brought the kids in yet, but once we do, you know, if I see, if I notice that he's cussing at his daughter, I hate that. That's a pet peeve of mine. Why are you cussing at a child? If you're like, shut the fuck up. Or I'm going to beat the fuck up. Like, if you're saying all that, like, okay, never mind. I'm going to say something. So let's not use that as an example because that shit gets on my nerves. Why you? Why do you need to... There's 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 two different things you can do in a situation. Listen, you can be... There's two different ways you can you can be with a child. You can be a cusser directly at your child or a cusser around your child, okay? Now, I cuss around my daughter. She's heard me. I don't drop the F-bomb, but I might say, what the hell the hell is going on here or i might you know be talking to my friend and say a word or something like that but for the most part i'm very very aware like and and mindful that my child is around me so i'm not gonna be like fuck that man i was fucking this shit like why would i do all that it's you doing too much ratchet but and again that's boundaries so if my boyfriend was like you know i don't know Let's let's because if he was cussing at his daughter, I would say something like, babe, that's not acceptable. Why are you doing that? Like, chill. But if he was like, you know, when I discipline my daughter, I, you know, cuss her out in a different language. I'm just going to be like, OK, like, that's what you do or uh, whatever. I'm not going to sit here and nitpick or criticize or any of that. That's what you do. That's what you do. But let's give a better example. How about let's say this. This has happened to me personally the phone bill is due now remind you i got four billion people on my people on my plan i have verizon right shout out to verizon what no not shout out now actually i don't like verizon right now actually but um for real shout out to verizon but 
I have five people on my plan, okay? Now, it's not five. It's, it's me and my daughter, okay? Because my daughter has a tablet, and a tablet needs service because she needs to be on the internet when, I, you know, we're out and about. You ain't about to use my internet. So, and then it's my niece. She has a phone, iPhone, and my brother, and my daughter's watch, okay? So, there's five different freaking lines on my phone, my brother is solely responsible for his bill and his daughter's bill, okay? But there's been times where he has not had that phone bill paid on time. And there's been times where I have not paid the phone bill on time. But I realize that those times that he has not paid the phone bill on time is not worth it to sit here and make an argument to cause tension to cause a headache to cause stress my job is not to stress anybody out in my life my job is not to stress my brother out my mom my sister my aunt my baby my boyfriend i don't want to stress y'all out that's not i'm here to help i'm here to be a service to you whatever i can do i can i I do it to the best of my ability whatever i can do i can do so for me, I'm like, all right, he don't have the phone bill on the 21st. I'm just going to either set up arrangements or I'm going to take care of it. And the next time, it might be a time, which we're there were plenty of times where I ain't have it because this goddamn phone bill is outrageous. That's why I'm mad at Verizon. Why that's so expensive? But it's been times where I ain't have it on the 21st or the 25th and my brother would cover me. So it's certain situations like that that's uh, it's unnecessary to even argue about. So... There was a situation this weekend. My cousin's car broke down. Shout out to my cousin. I love him. Okay. But he was being an asshole. And this is where it comes, where, where, where the whole entitlement shit, spoil shit comes in. My aunt has AAA. Okay. And my cousin probably gonna listen to this and be like, bitch, that's how you feel. Yes. This is how I feel. My aunt has AAA. My aunt had she had 15 kids all weekend because noelle had a party so we had friends she had friends oh my nephew and my niece my niece and my two my nieces and then my little cousin and it was hella she had hella kids and on top of that they had a church event so they had she had a long day so she my cousin's car broke down on saturday unfortunately that shit sucks i get it my car has broke down it's stressful. It makes you very um, anxious. It overwhelms and takes you to the, you know, over the edge because it's always something. I get it. But what I'm learning now is shit is gonna, it's gonna work out. Like it might not seem like it at that moment, but it will work out eventually. That's where the patience comes in. That's where the faith of God comes in because God gonna work it out, right? But he got mad because my aunt, did not want to get off the bed at 11 o'clock at night or it might have been 9 10 it was after 8 o'clock she was comfortable she was showered she was in a bed comfy with her pjs on she didn't want to get out the bed she was tired exhausted and yes my aunt is a complainer just like everybody else's aunt that's over 50 years old complainer i'm tired da, da, da. i did all this all day and didn't do shit whatever that's you i don't know how you feel physically you might be exhausted but she didn't want to get out the bed. My cousin threw a hissy fit. I mean, he was like, what the fuck? Like, she, all the times I come there and move the air conditions. Actually, this year, my brother moved the air conditions. But I, you know what I'm saying? I'm picking my battles. I'm not going to say that. All right. Okay. 
you feel like you know she asked you for something everybody asks everybody for something like let's be clear we all ask each other for shit all the time some more than others i'm more needy than my brother my brother might be more you know what i'm saying his i'm more needy than my brother is but my brother is needy at times but not all the time and my cousin he might not be as needy as me or he might be i don't know but i'm saying everybody needs somebody at some point so why would you even bring that up the fact that i i put the air conditions out the window so what she raised you she helped raise you she helped raise me she helped raise my brother so the least you could do is have some respect right so that's what i mean by boundaries by communication by picking your battles so my cousin was mad and i mean you're mad at the situation you're not mad at her she doesn't have to let you use her triple a did I say that? I didn't tell him that because I'm not going to take you over the edge. This is the type of person I am. If you're already on fire, I'm not going to light. The, what's it called? Put fuel. I'm not going to add fuel to the fire. I'm not going to do that. If I feel like you are in a bad headspace mentally, because your mental is everything. If you are in a bad headspace and my cousin was very frustrated and my cousin was very, you know, overwhelmed. I'm not going to say, you know, well, she don't have no, she don't have to do it. Like I hate when I'm in that moment of where I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling, you know, like it's always something. I'm I'm just overwhelmed right now. And somebody says, well, she don't have to help you. Mother, I know she don't have to help me. What? You don't think that I know that she doesn't have to help me? I know that. So don't say things that are already obvious. Like... So I'm not that person. I'm not that person that's going to be, I'm not going to add fuel to the flame. I'm not going to, you know, overstep my boundaries. And I'm just like, you know, well, I would say, I was like, well, maybe she'll do it tomorrow. Trying to give hope, trying to be positive. Like maybe she'll do it tomorrow. Like I know it's frustrating that you can't move it now. But then again, it falls onto you because why don't you have insurance? Why are you not carrying insurance that has roadside assistance? I can't even pull off the damn lot I can't pull out my driveway not knowing I don't have any insurance because my fear is that I'm going to be on the side of the road and I have nobody to call just like he was. So that's partially actually all your fault. That's your fault that you don't have insurance. So you cannot get you can't move how you want to move. That's your fault. You can't be mad at my aunt because she doesn't have want to get up out to her bed and help you out. Shit. It'd be like that. So that's this that's the situation that happened occurred this weekend and it kind of made me think like, you know, damn, we are some entitled mother efforts in this world. And that makes me really it's not just that situation, but life has really just humbled me like and when I'm in a when my, you know, back is a, up against the wall or you know, things happen like I find myself being more calm. I find myself being more at peace and having faith and knowing that, you know, it's going to work out and everybody don't nobody got to help me. And if you want to help me, I appreciate it. If you don't, whatever. But life is about growth. Life is about change. So what can you do moving forward to get yourself out of this situation for him? It was it could be, you know, this is how I think. You know, everybody don't think like this, but it was a time where my car didn't cut on 
it was like four or five it was like a whole two months my car was acting so stupid i was over my dude's house and my car did not cut on i'm like what the hell i remember i remember i had an interview and i'm at the gas station and my car would not cut on so i'm like f like but then you just gotta calm down like you know what's the word i mean what's gonna happen what i mean I wasn't confident because I knew I had insurance and I knew that worst case scenario, they're going to tow this and they're going to take me home. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. But for him, it, 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 the conversation would need, he, he needs to think, I guess, or have a conversation with his partner. Like, all right, how can I not allow this to happen again? I need to get insurance and I need to get roadside assistance because I never want to be in a situation where my back is against the wall and I'm at somebody else's mercy and I have to just swallow that, you know what I'm saying? And I'm shit out of luck when they don't want to help me. So even in situations where you're financially like in a bind, like, you know, we all have been tight. Money has always been tight. Like, because for me, it's, I never was taught about finances, the importance of saving, the importance of credit. I'm learning all that at 28. Like you have to pay your bills. You have to, you know, um, save money. You have to just in case, because it's always a fear of mine. like, especially last year, because my car was broke down for like three weeks it was electrical. It was like $1,300, $1,200 to fix it. And I have zero. You know what I'm saying? I had zero. And my whole operation was, my whole sole income was based off my car. Like, I needed to move around. So, after that moment, I realized, that was literally one year ago. I realized that I have to put myself, I had to set myself up for success. I have to put myself in a better situation so that, you know, I'm not frustrated with my mom because she can't help me. And cause that was mostly it. I was mad at my mom because I'm like, damn, you know, why can't you help me? And I know your, your financial situation ain't the best, but that, that was the frustrating part. Like, damn mom, you should be able to save me. But then no, it's like, you gotta save yourself. You gotta save yourself. You gotta set yourself up for the best situations the best scenarios every time listen it could go this way that way or that way and if it go that way I can be unprepared this way if it goes that way I'm prepared this way you know what I'm saying so moving forward it's just good to have that savings to have you know even if it's not the goal of course is to be able to have a couple thousand saved I want I want to have by the time I'm x amount like maybe like year like 35 or something i want to have like between 40 and 50 or 40 and 60 thousand dollars saved up but for now a short-term goal of mine is to have five thousand dollars saved up i was able to start like i'm halfway there type stuff but my goal you know for the next six months is to be able to save the rest so i can have five thousand in my bank account so that's just short-term goals, and that's something that I'm working on in my, my life overall. But situations occur like that, like when my car broke down, it just merely make it humbles you. Like, damn, had I had that money saved up, I wouldn't be in a situation. But that's my fault because I wanted to not sacrifice. I wanted to do unnecessary things and go out to eat and party and buy clothes and buy Noel this and that and that and that. And I don't have savings now because of my actions. So that was that was something that I was looking at my cousin like, you know, 
damn, you can't really put all the burden on her because that's your car. That's your responsibility. You pay on that car every month and you driving around with no insurance. That's your fault. But you have money to do X, Y, and Z. So it's about priorities. It's it's definitely a priorities. But <clears throat> anyways, so life is always about learn. Le- life is always about learning and growth and and really just um, setting yourself up for success. And I always take the smallest little you know situation and try to make it a learning lesson because <clears throat> if you ain't learning, you ain't growing. But I did not have that conversation with my cousin because, again, I'm not going to add fuel to the flame. He's already frustrated. He's already agitated. So, you know, I'm sure that he'll learn his lesson. If not, then he'll be back in the situation and it'll just be a freaking domino effect, I guess. But moving on, the next thing I'm going to talk about is I had a good conversation with my boyfriend the other day about consistency, right? So... For me, consistency has always been, like, top priority for a man to have because, you know, a lot of men that I've dated have not been consistent. So I want to break down consistency for everybody. Consistency for me is is what I never had, okay? I never had consistency in my life. Um, I'm just now getting to a place not just now, but five years, six years ago, where I've been, you know, consistent. But prior to that, my life has been always inconsistent. And this is not to be, you know, um, I don't want any empathy or anything like sympathy or whatever. I don't want any of that. This is just me always giving my, my testimony and I like to just give use my life as an example because I'm not ashamed of not shit. It just is what it is. But my life has been hectic and and inconsistent because when I was younger, um my mom my mom had three kids and my mom was young as hell. I mean, she had no business having three kids with two different men, possibly three different men. We don't know yet. That's in the air. But no shade or anything, but that's just facts. So my mom was like 22 or 21 or something with three kids or something like that. Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you, what's going on? And then on top of that, my mom didn't have the foundation. My mom didn't know because her mom was 14 when she had them. She, my grandma has nine, eight, nine kids. It might be eight and started at 14. So really what was she supposed to teach y'all she was a kid herself so it was just generational of just generation after generation not knowing shit really not knowing you know my grandma did know how to work hard my grandma did keep a job and she did you know the best she could with what she knew just like my mom my mom you know tried her best but you know she had to give my sister up for adoption but it's always so weird to me because she gave my sister to my aunt and my aunt ended up raising us. So it's, that's always weird to me. But my life has always been inconsistent. And by that, I mean, I never knew where I was going to live at. I never knew where my, you know, where <laughs> we was going to be at, with whether, whether it was three months, six months, a year. I didn't know. We never stayed anywhere. So for me, my goal is to give my... <laughs> excuse me, give my daughter that consistency. That's like, all right, I know this is my home. 
we ain't moving no time soon this is my room this is my bathroom this is how my mom likes things in my room and I love that like that's one of my goals is to provide my daughter the stability and consistency of a home so I always crave that. That's why I love to be with my aunt and at my aunt's house because it reminds me of home. It reminds me of stability. Like, that's what it reminds me of. Like, it was always that certain that no matter what, that's going to be my grandma's house. My aunt's going to be there and I'm going to always have a place there. I love that. So, fast forward to getting, you know past the molestation and shit once that happened we switched schools 52 times and then like I literally have been in like 10 different schools 10 different neighborhoods so throughout my life it's just been like uh just scattered a scattered mess and not in a good way because my boyfriend family is in military so yeah you're moving all the time but it's for a purpose for a reason I'm moving because we can't pay the bills or you know we're about to get evicted or whatever this case may be it was not a good feeling and so when I look for a man I look for somebody that is consistent with me that's gonna you know every day he's gonna put his best foot forward communicate with me and be here not one minute he here the next minute he get up through the next minute he back and that's what I'm used to in men like men will talk to me for three weeks a month get missing come back hey I missed you Hey, big kid. Da, da, da. I cannot stand that. You, when you are consistent with me, you get the best side of me. There's no reason for me to nag. There's no reason for me to complain. There's no reason for me to tell you, express my needs. I need you to be this way. You get the best side of me. And that's why my daughter gets the best part of me. But unfortunately, I'm working on this with my mom is because she has not always been consistent. So she doesn't get the best side of me. She gets the frustrated, disappointed side of me where anything she says, I'm like bullshit, really. And I'm working on that because it's been a lifetime of 28, nine, how old am I? 28, 28 years of, you know, inconsistency. So when you provide me that stability and that consistency, I'm just like, I'm in heaven. That's why my brother gets the best side of me. That's why, you know, my friends get the best side of me because they have been consistent constantly. My dad gets the worst side of me because you aren't shit. You aren't shit. Yes, you help me financially and you make sure that, you know, I'm okay and Noel is okay and you do the best you can. But do you do anything else you don't but it is what it is so for me consistency is just being there and and sticking to your word and like he said like just it's second nature like if you are a consistent person you're just a consistent person like but we know that everybody is not consistent so I that's what I look for but the way he explained it was so true like it's really second nature to be consistent for a lot of people but not for all but for a lot of people but that is top priority like I have to see that you are consistent with me so I just wonder like I know everybody wants consistency but are you really consistent are you really consistent because I was telling him like 
I'm 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 very consistent. That's my personality. That's just who I am. Like I'm going to fall. I'm going to always always follow through whatever it is. That's just me. Even if it means that I'm breaking my back in three different places to do so, I'm going to do it. Especially for my baby. If I tell her I'm going to do something, if I have any doubt in my mind, I'm not going to tell her. But if I know that it's for sure going to happen, like her party, yeah, you're going to have a party on Saturday. Do I know what time? Not sure yet, but you're going to have a party. So I'm going to tell you. Had I not known, had I not been for sure, I wouldn't have told her. I'm always consistent on what I say. I'm always consistent on what I do. Listen, I talk shit, but I definitely back it up constantly. So are you consistent? Are you consistent with your children? Are you consistent with your spouse, your boyfriend, your partner, your girlfriend, whomever? Are you consistent? People say all day long, I want to be, I want, I need somebody consistent. I need this. I need that. But are you those things? Are you that person? Are you that person that they can depend on? Are you that person that's going to fall, you know, fall short all the time? What or who are you? Because a lot of women that I meet, that I know, have high expectations for people and don't even meet them, them damn, their damn selves. You want the whole world, but you are only Oregon. You know what I mean? Like, you're goddamn Oregon. So, I'm not saying lower your standards, but be realistic, sweetheart. You want somebody consistent. You want somebody that is hardworking, but you haven't had a job in five years. You know what I'm saying? So, come on. Let's be realistic. Let's let's lower those standards just a tad bit, sweetie. Because what frustrates me the most is that you talk all that shit, but you can't back it up. Bitches say all day long, I want a good man. I want a good man that's going to, you know, I want a husband. I want a man that's going to provide, protect, and I want a man that's going to be consistent. I want a man that's going to love me. And I want a man that has a night. Then we start getting to the shallow shit. I want a man that's six seven has a nice body is a pro athlete i want to man, but okay so you can have that right you you go ahead and find you go ahead and you wait your ass and you right now we are 28 between my friends are between 28 29 and 30 all right go ahead and wait for you this is this is what these ho, no this is what these bitches be looking for he listen he has to be six seven he has to be, he has to be 6'7". I am hot. He has to be 6'7". He has to have a career that makes over $150,000 a year. He has to be dark-skinned. He cannot have no kids. He has to be consistent. He has to be loyal. He has to give me the world. He has to give me the earth. He has to give me um, everything I blink and look at. <laughs> like, but, but, but I bring, but I have... Um, but what I can give him is nothing until I figure out what he can give me. But what I can give him is, you know, a, a, a terrible attitude. I don't cook. I don't clean. I don't, you know, I work all the time. I don't give head. I barely want to have sex. You know what I'm saying? I have a terrible ass attitude. I have a terrible ass body. I don't take care of myself. But I want this. Are you consistent?
Hmm. I just wonder. I, I just be wondering. I just be sitting back. I be letting it marinate. I just be wondering. Okay. All right. That's what you want. All right. Cool. 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 But are you consistent? Because that what is what consistency is to me. Be all those things you want. And some way, somehow, it'll be brought to you. But be everything you say you want. Because everything that I am, I got in my boyfriend. And it's crazy. Everything that I have put into the universe, when somebody is not looking, who are you? When you are by yourself, who are you? And a lot of people can't even be alone long enough to know who they are. Like, do you know who you are? Be the things that you want. And it'll come to you. So, thank you guys for listening. And I'm so excited. I'm not going to make long-ass podcasts for real until I start getting my followers up and people start really, really listening and tuning in. But, again, be what you want from somebody else. You can't just expect to have everything you want and you only be half of what you want. So thanks very much for listening to her podcast. And I will definitely be back next Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy your weekend. Happy holidays.